0: Welcome, everyone, to Lessons with Mike. I'm here with Drew.
1: Hey, everybody, I'm Drew. It's true.
0: And I'm here with Mike. Well, yes, that was established. Oh, okay. We also have a third bonus guest Tiny. That's correct, Mr. Tiny. Now, the reason we have him is because we're going to be talking about a lot of fun, exciting things involving pew pew sticks,
1: aka guns. Yeah, and
0: Tiny pew knows a thing or two pew about pew those. Sticks. Yeah, pew pew sticks. Interesting. <laughs> so, before we get into that, we just. Went through a terrible experience together. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, what what were, were they called?
1: It the baboozle? The baboozle? The, okay, so we all played a baboozle jelly bean uh, game where it's like half the jelly beans are like fish flavored and the other half are just normal fish fun flavored. Flavor. <laughs> they pretty much all tasted <laughs> like fish. Like all dish, dish water and fish. Fish water. And... Dishwater. I threw up twice. My I threw, threw up, up once. and Tiny just stayed through it like a champ. Tiny was pretty cool, honestly. Like honestly. <laughs> <laughs> My man said boo 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 boo. boo it's boo boo. It's late at night. It is.
0: We're still recovering. Yeah. My mouth still tastes like a wet. They tasted like garbage, but you know. Tiny is used to
1: garbage. You eat too much garbage
0: already. Like guess that must be one of the no, no, I don't want to give anyone any uh, illusions here. Tiny's actually very fit and more healthy than all of us. That's that why we make fun of him. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: to make ourselves feel more okay. inferior.
0: <laughs> so, today we're going to be talking about, and I have no idea how to pronounce his name uh, because Kayla told me I was pronouncing it wrong. So, what we're going to do is have a nice little transition so I can, and then I'll go to commercial, and I'll come back after I know how to pronounce his name. Okay. <music> I hope y'all enjoyed that really great transition that I spent hours coming up with and definitely didn't just pick randomly from the free transition menu. <laughs> the, the, na- the name is pronounced Simo-Haleha. Haleha. That's uh, spelled S-I-M-O-H-A-Y-H-A. Okay, tell us about have this. Any, have any of you ever heard of him before? Uh, you told oh, me a little about, bit yes. before you told Okay, so according to most statistics, he is the most uh, successful sniper in military history with more confirmed kills than any other sniper ever okay the the range it ranges from 250 and that's the lone estimate but the highest estimate i saw goes up to 750 but most experts agree it's it was around 500 jesus yeah good lord and the reason they don't have an exact number is because it's like they don't have their initials on their sniper bullets so you can't really go up to the guy's body and be like oh whose bullet
1: is this you just kind of have to guess yeah that makes sense
2: no way unless he Counted.
1: So tell us about his childhood. What made him start sniping? Well, uh, he,
0: he just had a normal childhood. It was pretty uninteresting, pretty uneventful. Okay. Uh, in, in Finland at that time where he was from, most people, unless you could get out of it, had to do a year of military service. That was like a requirement. Oh, wow. So he did his year of military that's service, and that's when he learned how to snipe. And he was like, ah, it's a shame I'll never have to use this. And then he went back to being a farmer.
1: That's <laughs> okay. Yes. So... Yes. He learned how to snipe in the military. Yeah, he did his one year mandatory time and then quit. Okay. Yeah, to be a farmer. So what made him start sniping again?
0: A war. A war? A war happened. Which war? Uh, this is not a very well-known war. It was called the Winter War. It only lasted a few months.
2: okay. How did he kill 500 men in two months?
0: He averaged five per day. Jeez. So God, was, that his, was that his was I mean, <laughs> keeping right. hobbies I asked
2: if you think about that, but well, yeah.
0: They sent entire squadrons just to kill him and then the, all the squadrons were dead. <laughs> wow. They sent a squadron of counter snipers to
1: kill him. All dead. Oh, was he staying up all night just guarding? He him? never slept. So this is really yeah, cool
2: actually. Like,
1: I, I wouldn't either like, if I knew he, I could die he, though. He would
2: take like probably a nap like every like 30 minutes or 40 minutes and then we'll go back to watch, you know, just to keep it So this is really on. interesting.
0: Yeah. I did a lot of research on how he did this. But Before we get into that, so Stalin was in charge of Russia at this time, and he thought it was a great idea to kill all the smart people or have them all <laughs> locked away. So all the smart military people were done away with. So the military had no idea what they were doing at that point. So he wanted to invade Finland because they had a much smaller military force and many less tanks. And he figured it would be super easy. It was not super easy. It was actually very difficult. Spoiler alert, Russia lost. <laughs> okay. Yep. Wow. Um,
2: Stalin, was a buffoon.
0: Stalin was not very uh, intelligent when it came to that sort of thing. Yep. So this is what uh, Mr. Simo would do. He would Keep in mind, this is in Finland, near the north of the globe, during the winter, so oh, maybe two or three there, hours probably. of daylight, mostly yeah. darkness. Yeah. And most of his sniping was done in total darkness. Dang. Because you can't have any lights, obviously. Mm-hmm. Now, let me just read you some statistics from uh, his military instructor to, to give you an idea here. Do, 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 do. What time period was this again? He was born in 19... 19-
2: it's be 05. Yeah, World War I-ish. Okay. Yeah, before that.
0: And the Winter War was, was in 1940. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't connected to the World War thing. because was Finn- Thermal or Night
1: Vision made back then?
2: No. Mm-hmm. no it normal. was made way after. I don't believe so. Wow, Night so, Vision didn't come around till like... Um, that's as, just so as, impressive, as, as honestly. Stuff. So, this well, is... Also, it, it, engagements back then were a whole lot closer than they are now. Like, engagements, like in Afghanistan... I could be getting this wrong. Afghanistan or Iraq, but from what I understand, it's like you're like almost a mile away. People are just popping shots at you with AKs from like a mile away. Okay, away. normally that makes know, more they're...
1: sense. I'm thinking long-range combat. No, no, no,
2: no. This is probably they're, they're he's probably within like 100, 100 yards to five hundred yards, okay. almost with every engagement, probably.
0: So when he was 19, it was in the 1920s. That's when he did his one year of military training. But, and that's when he, you know, started sniping, but he didn't get like formal official sniper training until 1938 when he went back to join because of the, the, the tensions and whatnot that were, you know, everyone was, it was pretty obvious. there so this, like, oh. this
2: was after World War One. Yes. This is right before World War II.
0: Yeah. So, cause um, he wasn't old enough to do anything yeah. really because he was 19 after World War One It ended yeah. for a while. So this is a statistic uh, by a Major, I'm not even going to try, but this, this person has written five books about this man. So according to him, he was able to estimate dif- he was able to estimate distances with an accuracy of 1 meter up to 150 meters. During his training, he once hit a target 16 times in 1 minute from 150 meters away.
2: So yeah, the engagement was pretty close back then.
0: And the cartridge for his rifle only had 5 cartridges, so in 1 minute... Does it say
2: what rifle he used, what caliber it was?
0: Uh, it, was a, it, it does actually say that... When he was training, it was just like a bolt-action rifle that held five cartridges, is all it says. It doesn't say that for the training. I couldn't find anything. The one he did use, though, when the actual war started, was actually an older model. He didn't like the newer models because they had the telescope sites. Yeah. And he thought people could die too easily from
2: those. Yeah, like so a basically. little bit more backstory the reason is that is because any type of light that is shining in his direction will mm. glare off of your scope yeah and so and also scopes back then are not like your modern day scopes like the modern days are they're like a telescope zoom in like 40 times and it's super easy they have they have like scope covers and stuff that you can put on to keep that from happening so his choice to go with iron sights is very very smart That's probably
1: why he was able to kill so much no one knew where he was coming from
2: <laughs> all, all they would see is muzzle flash and then he could just relocate and they would have no idea
1: yeah so you know in between this time of his
0: one-year military service in the war he was just sniping for fun he did a few competitions and he got a reputation everyone knew he was pretty good at it so that's why when the the army war started when he went back to the the, the army people like oh you should probably be a sniper so this is what he did to uh, to make sure he, he stayed out sniping 20 hours a day pretty much he would bury himself in the snow he would keep bread in his pockets if he ever got hungry and uh, he so had was like it a, bread or was
1: it toast? No, it was not
2: toast. That's oh, I a good. Feel call like back. toast would have been. That's very, a good
1: callback. You know, Mike did a whole lesson on toast not that long ago. I did,
2: but, and that's
1: not been well received. <laughs> Isn't it? it wasn't. No one's seen it. I thought it was very interesting. I really liked it, but a lot of people did, haven't M- seen it. Tiny, did you know the toaster was made before sliced bread? They started slicing bread specifically because of the toaster. <laughs>
2: I could, I, could, you know, I could understand that.
1: that is, it's crazy to me. Everyone, I guess it doesn't impress everybody else.
2: <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, why would you put sliced bread in the toaster? Or why would you slice bread before you put it in the toaster? I feel like I, I feel like you would toast something I, first and then slice
1: it. I mean, I guess I would think sandwiches were made before toasters, but I, I guess not
2: really. Like that, I guess.
0: So this is what he would do to avoid being <laughs> he would uh, He would get up in the morning... After just two or three hours of sleep, he'd store a bunch of food and ammo in his pockets. And he would go find a nice location, bury himself in the snow. And his entire outfit was white camouflage to match the snow. Mm-hmm. And to go even further, he, he shoved ice in his mouth to prevent his breathing from producing steam. What? Because if you're under the snow and if you breathe, You'll see you life. can see your breath. Yeah. It's like if you
2: go out in the, in the winter and you breathe. It's just yeah. smoke. So he held ice and snow in his
0: How mouth. How did you not know like frostbite and stuff? If you're used to it. Like if you've lived in that area your people whole were, life, people are born there sure. and been around. Yeah, right there. yeah. It's like for another. It's like Alaska. Like but... Yeah, they
2: just Eskimos. The They're perfectly fine.
0: Like uh, like Mount Everest, the people that live up there, they can live up there no problem because for generations they've lived up there, thousands of years. Right? if we go up to Mount Everest, we need an oxygen tank. That's
1: crazy. I didn't know people lived on Mount Everest. Well, not the very, but there's like a monk. Group, a monk group <laughs> that meet up there on Wednesdays. <laughs>
0: mon- <a> <laughs> We're meeting at uh the, the Mount Everest for the weekly Bible study,
2: guys.
1: <laughs> Our daily
0: silence. So he would just lay there on the ground and snipe people all day. And this war only lasted about 100 days, uh, so about three months in that time, over 500 people. He was averaging five kills a day killed us
1: that's a lot of killing
0: you, like yeah, day I
2: mean, to day those those russian shoulders must be dumber than dirt so, like, <laughs> i'm sorry that he's probably i think this
1: guy was him. just very uh, very I mean, dedicated he, to being he can
2: be good at what you do but for someone to to keep killing dudes over and over again and averaging five kills per day and you not to like figure out his strategy by by then like well you said
1: they took know. away all his uh, all the stupid mil- or all the smart yeah, military, all the, right? That's what I'm saying. They so he, the dirt, like he was going know. against the dumb military. They
2: have no like
1: Because all the smart ones were being held for later resources. So keep in mind the temperature here
0: is uh just about normally the highest it'll get is still negative twenty below zero. And wow. it can go up to negative forty or even higher below zero. So he was just chilling in the freezing. Beyond freezing cold all you sniping
1: people. God, could you imagine, though, Like just constantly take, killing all day? To go,
2: um, just to point that out, when uh, Germany tried to invade Russia in World War II, Germany was not used to that cold of a weather, that cold of climate. So all the soldiers and stuff got like frostbite and died. A lot of people say that's died. why they lost. That is literally why they failed to invade Russia, is because the German soldiers literally did not survive in the cold weather. Russia was just like, yeah, this is just every day. You know, the
1: old. Do you think if that wasn't the case, do you think they could have won?
2: That's hard to say because Russia's, Russian people are just freaking psychos in yeah. general, but well, um, it would have been a whole lot closer than it was because. Everything just broke down for the Germans. They just weren't they weren't ready for the Russians.
0: Water. Did a scorched earth kind of thing yeah. where if they knew that the, they were going to lose a town, they would the town. Yeah. They were destroying they were destroy it. Literally
2: destroy it, poison the water, burn all the houses down, fill the soil with salt. So you like can't literally, get n- it. so like the Germans couldn't like grow anything, couldn't drink the water, had no shelter. They were literally just the, the cold weather on top of that. They had, they literally stood no chance. I don't
1: understand the minds of the military. So this like, is. Which military? Well, I mean, like pretty much any. I feel like Germany is just a good example that any military will just carry out their orders without even thinking, because it's at the end of at the end, it's just a job. Well, you still get paid for well, the it. Thing it's is, like, how getting... can you poison like a whole city's water and think, yeah, I'm the good guy? I work for the military. Well, no, <laughs> I, they took the civilians with
2: them. Well, Russia, Russia. I know they.
1: Basically did very bad things to those people. <laughs> Not Russia if they didn't R A P E D them and kill them. Yeah, there was a lot of rape. We'll
0: uh, we'll have to talk about Nanking at some point. That's that's a tough one. But you were asking about the rifle he used. It was an SAKO M twenty eight
2: thirty. So it's probably like a... What calibers? Probably like I, the old calibers are weird because they, they didn't the normal ones. I would I would probably calculate that to like maybe like a 7.62 by 51 rounds or like 30 on six round maybe. Okay. Well, I've got a
0: picture of it right here. If that will help you at all.
2: The caliber. Yeah, I mean it's probably just like an old Car 98 Lee and Field sort of deal. Um, let's see. Uh, see, this I'm is why we really have good. him here. He knows about guns. <laughs>
1: he knows. I'm just here to talk about toast when it's necessary.
0: Oh, the segue. You talks about military decisions, right? So a lot of times you'll have someone get into a position of power with very little military experience. Or maybe they even have a lot of experience. The thing is an ego issue. You can see this with Hitler, Stalin, with other people. that they, they do have military experience with their yep. egos. It was a
2: 762 by 53. So it was a, it's a pretty big bullet. Most of them got
0: So. There was a statistic I saw, it was a really interesting statistic I were, before I get distracted because you know I get distracted easily. Yeah, that is true. It is rather true. So you have people that come in charge and think they know better for whatever reason than the generals and like we said earlier, Stalin, you know, mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Do, 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 do. talk about something while I find this statistic. Uh,
2: you were talking about how, uh, were you saying that Russia is bad for poisoning the water? Or are you saying Germany? Well, Germany's the one that did it, right? No, Germany's not the one that, Russia. Oh, I thought it was Russia no. that was the one doing it. No, or Germany Germany I mean. invaded Russia, and Russia was like, we almost stand no chance, because, I mean, Russia had just a huge a huge military to begin with, and they were just... They, they called it the Blitzkrieg, so they would literally just throw everything they had all at once at the, at the thing to try to overwhelm everything that the Russians had at, at one time. But Russia, their weather just slowed them down, and then as they got pushed back... Like they would they would have the whole of a town and then Germany would get close enough to where the Russia would be like, All right, we're out of here because we don't want to die they would just like blow up all the houses, poison the water, oh, okay. destroy everything that they possibly could that could provide aid for the Germans and then get the heck out. Gotcha. That way okay. Germany can't... They I thought lie.
1: Germany... I thought we were talking about Germany just poisoning towns, town, no. No, town to town no. as they went by. The just Russians like, we don't want this property. Let's just ruin no. it. The Russians did that
0: to
2: yeah. prevent... Okay, Germany.
1: okay. I understand that. That's that's better than what that's, I was initially... That's saying. Why, I thought the Germans just wanted to
2: cause havoc. <laughs> that's why Germany's... The, invading Russia and taking it over failed so miserably because they were just completely, utterly unprepared. Okay, mm-hmm. that makes a lot more sense. I mean, it's super hard after you get done fighting and then you take a town and there's nothing left of the town. Like you have no shelter to take cover in when it's snowing and raining and it's freezing cold.
0: Yeah. All the
2: woods already, I mean, there might be fires here and yeah. there, but
0: so so as you can imagine, over the few weeks as he was murdering all the people that came anywhere near him, <laughs> uh, people started to you know become aware of this. So this is where it gets interesting. There's a controversy about this because uh, people started calling him the white death. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the Russians say, we've never said that. None of us have ever said that that's absurd. Why would we say that? Uh, and then, so the, the Finland, where he was from, the story is that they allegedly made that up as propaganda and they would make like pamphlets and everything and put him in the newspapers to scare the Russians. Yeah. So that's one possibility. Go, I mean, oh, that's, just, okay. that's just a good tactic in general. Oh battle. yeah, oh yeah.
2: And who, who would want to invade a town if you know that this guy is enjoying? Yeah, white death is
0: out there. Yeah, and right. a lot of people in Finland started like not quite like a religion, but like a belief that he was like a guardian spirit of the forests or whatever. Uh, that's kind of cool. I like yeah. how <laughs> Mr
1: started like that. And
0: I think that was really interesting too, because a lot of people are like, oh, the white death will protect us. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> And so the Russians, of course, this word gets back to Stalin. He's like, this is very not ideal. Fix this or I will kill you. And they never fixed it. So I imagine he killed several people because of that. (laughs) (laughs) Like they sent uh, several squadrons of men specifically just to hunt him down and kill him. And all of them were killed.
2: Wow. Well, that's, what, I mean, you gotta, you're got you going up against a sniper who knows the terrain, yeah. knows where he lives, knows probably everything. Yeah, like, I'm sure he had set up. I mean, I swear, like.
1: I'm sure he had traps laid around. He
2: probably did. I mean, he probably got. <laughs> he he scooby-dooed his little area. <laughs> 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 I mean, a sniper's worst enemy is, like, his back, I and mean, he's got to at that somehow. Yeah. So he's probably got stuff set up everywhere. Probably
1: very, like, noisy things to alert him whenever things are by.
2: It's really it. I mean, it's it's hard enough to go beat a sniper that's that good, and you don't know where he's at. But it's hard enough to go up one that knows like exactly where you're coming from, like at, 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 at all times.
1: Mm-hmm. He home alone, his place. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest thing I bet.
0: Yeah. At at one point, the Russians decided that it was silly to keep sending people, so they just bombed the entire area they oh. thought he was in. And then they celebrated, we did it, we killed him. And then the next time they sent soldiers out, people sniped all of them too. <laughs> <laughs> what was,
1: does they explain in the story like where he was during that time? They knew a general idea of where he was. So they just got it wrong.
0: No, they got it right.
1: Well, they
0: still hit his
2: area. He would uh, He probably just it just Got lucky or something. he was,
1: probably used the bathroom or
2: something no listen off he look. was
0: actually right next to one of the bombs to the point where it burned off one of his coats oh because he had to wear like three coats obviously to you know not yeah i was gonna bath. ask you know what happened
2: to his face
0: oh, oh yes we're not quite there yet not there yet. yeah okay. we're not quite there yet so they finally uh were able to get a sniper a sniper was finally able to headshot him shot him right in the side of the face blew off half of his face Damn. And then they threw him in the corpse pile with everyone else because they thought he was dead. Uh, turned out he was not dead. Was he unconscious? Or he, he was, was just he pretending. He was yeah, knocked out. Yeah. yeah.
2: If you get shot by another uh, rifle caliber like that in the yeah. face, like I've seen, I've heard stories of like modern technology, like it hurts so much, so much pain in that much of an instant, that close to your brain, yeah. it just your consciousness shuts off.
1: I mean that makes sense, but like your body I, I've him. seen his face, it's really deformed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How did he not bleed out?
2: Well, there's not a lot of, there's not any main blood vessels or any, like, arteries in your mouth. So yeah. he got, he got lucky pretty much to get shot through the jaw.
0: Okay. I would imagine it knocked off his bottom jaw probably yeah. pretty severely. Like, if you
2: get shot, like, anywhere but the jaw in your, in your head, like, yeah. like anywhere close to your brain or, like, your nose or anything like that, like, you're screwed. He's lucky to
1: be alive, yeah. Yeah. or was alive. Yeah. Well, what makes you think he's dead? He could still be alive. Well, I mean, he this was, was a pretty line. good, he while. He he died, is a pretty he, good, while. he actually
0: died pretty recently. Okay, wow, yeah. okay. He died. How old was he?
2: 97?
0: 96. He died wow. in 2002. He,
2: he lived a long, good life. I yeah. people because uh, people made a deal about that on, on, on the injured web. Yeah.
0: They gave him a bunch of medals and stuff. Uh, he was unconscious for three weeks. Then he woke up, and he was like, all right, I'm ready to go snipe some more people. And they told him, uh, by sheer coincidence, today the war's over. He woke up on the day the war ended. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah what year is it <laughs> he woke up after three weeks of the very like he woke up right as the peace treaties were being signed man that's... i'm surprised
2: they didn't burn the bodies because that was a huge practice back then was they would just set the pile. well he apart. was unconscious i'm surprised no, they did not just I like think... go
1: up to him listen for a heartbeat or listen to his lungs and be like oh he's still alive bang john was like straight in the head hold on like, he's so like... lucky that he lived is, that.
2: that is true normally they would like especially russians when russia like invaded germany they would just shoot any like any 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 Germans that they had already killed, they would just walk them and just execute them on the spot. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's, that's exactly
1: thing. what if I knew like, there was someone called the White Death that took out over a hundred of of my men, I would have just said, eh, he kind of looks dead. Oh, I, I have
0: miscommunicated what happened. Um after that battle, it was his own people that were piling up the bodies oh yeah. Yeah. that makes more yeah.
1: sense i thought you made it sound like the enemy team just walked up to him yeah he, i think he's dead and then just threw him threw him away
0: hold on, hold on, hold on. no the the uh, the russians lost that battle as well okay <laughs> there were other snipers around him that weren't as good and died a lot more so like it wasn't just him alone there were like other soldiers around him.
2: Have,
1: like, so probably someone some probably sniped him and then probably took one of their old men back to base to like Try to get them help, yeah. Instead of staying around to find out if he was alive or dead. Well, you know? I wouldn't imagine. Like I would assume he's dead if I shot him in the face. I would
0: assume the same
2: thing. Like yeah. most people. Don't well, and you're you're that. thinking about it this way. Scopes back then really suck. so it's not like you're gonna be able to actually see yeah. or not. Like, yeah. Especially if you're. Let me tell you, it's extremely hard, even with a six with a one to six times scope. It's really hard to see precise things past 150 yards. I mean, I've hit I've hit targets like the size of like my hand at hundred and fifty yards before. But I can't see that bullet hole from that far away. Yeah. I just walk up afterwards and I see that I hit it and I'm not like you can obviously you sighted in your scope and whatnot, but mm-hmm. back then the scopes are garbage and yeah. I mean you're not going to be able to tell. You you'll see blood and stuff like maybe on the snow. You'll think he's dead, but you're not going to be able to actually see right? I mean like, I understand really that. Well.
1: I I would assume the same And it's not part. like the
2: sniper's gonna get up and walk over there like a retard and <laughs> like go check it out and get shot in the face. Hey, are you dead? <laughs> nope. Well, in in Japan in
0: World War Two, they would uh, they would stab all the dead bodies.
2: Yep. They yeah. They execute everything just to make yeah. sure.
0: So he wakes up. The war's over. He goes about his life. He reads the paper one day. The paper says that he's dead. It's like, oh, this is not true. So he writes a letter to the newspaper. White death here. <laughs> <laughs> he writes a letter. He's like, uh, I am not dead at this time. <laughs> Please correct this. <laughs> That's so funny. And then You uh, should have just
2: kept it as he was dead and then went on a haunt Russia or something.
0: He wanted to, he tried to, but the, the president of Finland was like, dude, you only have half a face. No. <laughs> wow he was like but i want to and they wouldn't let him they gave him they gave him his own plot. props to him
1: for keep yeah. like wanting to keep going though that's that that takes a lot especially after getting shot in the face yeah. and
0: so yeah after the war he became a moose hunter and he bred dogs
1: oh. and they gave
0: him his own little cottage in the woods that he just lived on by himself for the rest of his life wow ain't that sweet it is very nice and uh, he, he was very popular so, to the point that uh, he would often go hunting with the president of Finland. <laughs> okay. That was one of his bmws Wow. <laughs> what was the biggest moose that he ever shot? Oh, I don't really know if there was a way to find out. Oh. I, would I mean, say I imagine if I learned Finnish and then went to Finland and then dug deep through the records of every moose that was ever killed, <laughs> I could figure that out. Oh. Let's hear that real quick. <laughs> We're take a short break, <laughs> a short break and I'll, just, I'll just find this information out somehow
1: play listen. a random sound effect from your free library
0: listen i want to read his autobiography so bad because it wasn't discovered until about 10 years after he died oh wow and wow. because he wrote it and then he had it he hid it away he didn't want anyone to read it uh and he never ever talked about his stuff they asked him one time just like how did you get so good at killing people uh, had a lot of practice. because <laughs> There really wasn't much for him to do laying in the snow all day
1: except kill people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. A big deal, so. yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, that was fun. That was a good story. Yeah,
0: I'm glad you enjoyed that story. He died peacefully at the age of 96 in his <laughs> little cottage. <Wow.
1: laughs> Any questions? Uh no, I think you answered all mine. Yeah. Tiny?
0: No, no questions. Wow. I actually did a good job explaining a topic.
1: I'm so proud. I mean, I still don't know what the biggest moose that he killed Okay, fine. Fine. We'll be right back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're back. I did some research because Drew really wanted to know what the biggest moose that he killed was. (laughs) And the decades of his life that he spent hunting moose after the war, before the war. So, I think it's a
1: fair question. I mean, moose can get freaking big. They can get very rather large. Like, people act like there's, like, a big version of a deer, but no. Their bellies go to, like, at least nine feet up in the air. I don't know how true that is, but it might be. (laughs) Moose are at least, like, eight feet tall. I've seen moose, like, walk over cars with how tall they are. Like, it is crazy how big they can get. So what
0: I'm hearing is we're going to have to do an episode about
1: moose. Yes, I would love to do an episode on moose. What's the plural of moose? Is it still moose? Wait, I want to see that picture here before you change subject. uh, It's meese. It's meese. It's meese. Okay.
0: So I could not find the exact dimensions of the moose he killed, but uh, this is a photo of him after the war. His face has been reconstructed, but you can still tell. It's very interesting, actually. Like, this was about... 70-ish years ago. Okay. And the medical procedures were still able to make him have a mostly normal face. But here he is with this moose. Now, he's five feet tall, so this moose has got to be about eight feet long at least. Uh, maybe six. I don't know. Can I see the, pictures? Maybe maybe the picture? Maybe I can describe it. Yeah, you describe it to the audience.
1: Uh, okay. That's a pretty good-sized moose. Not, like, majorly huge. I think it's a female. Um. Yeah, I would say eight feet. That's a, I think that's a good assumption. Yeah, what do you be, think, Ty? At least
2: eight feet tall. Gotta be at least eight feet tall. Okay,
1: that's a pretty good. That's yeah. a pretty good side moose. All right. are, you, are you happy now? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy now. But that's answered. all my what questions. What
2: is the average size of a moose? Okay, let's um, find out. Well,
1: I want to know the largest moose ever recorded in history. Now. Largest moose?
0: Uh, that would probably be one of the Ice Age moose. Largest moose ever recorded. Uh, maybe twelve feet. That's my guess.
1: Okay, pound wise, it was a thousand eight hundred and eight pounds.
2: Six point nine feet.
1: Um, and had a shoulder height of seven point six feet. So this isn't including its neck and like head and everything. Found a picture. Oh god, that's a really big oh. moose in the picture.
0: Jeez. So we're gonna have to do an episode about the moose. And how large they are.
1: Yeah, it is crazy how big they get. Well, anyway, this is the end
0: of the episode.
2: Tiny, your final thoughts? Um, don't piss off um, angry Finlands who know how to use a rifle.
1: Moose can get big.
0: Who would win in a fight, Drew? One moose... Or four thousand Russian soldiers. 4, uh, definitely,
1: soldiers. definitely the moose. He yeah. killed the Russians before the moose made it to him. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: moose goes to fight them. And what? The, the, the moose goes to fight. Well, the
1: I'm soldiers. saying he killed the moose after he killed five hundred men. It's like, oh, on you said, my way. On my way. On my way. On my way to the moose and my hunting trip, I had so happened to kill 500 <laughs> men along the merry way.
0: <laughs> like, imagine working with this dude. You're like, "Hey, Simo, how was work today? I killed about th- 13 people.
2: I killed
1: a man times 500." <laughs> <laughs>
0: I
2: thought you said who would win a moose or 4,000 people. Yeah, that was a
0: reference to something I said earlier, yeah. where he I didn't mention this because uh, I didn't know about it until after I did this moose research. But there was an incident where him, where him and thirty other snipers held off and won a battle against four thousand Russian troops. Man, that dude was crazy.
2: They're yeah. a bunch of dumb Russians. That's all I gotta say. Yeah.
0: You know, there's a pattern I'm noticing here of Russia attacking small countries, thinking they're going to win very easily, and then just not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. there's a there's a continuing theme here.
2: What well, happens hmm. when you underestimate. The- Very interesting. A country who does not want to be ruled.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Well, all
2: right. Goodbye,
1: everyone. Goodbye.
2: Bye.